Gracious Father, Thou who knows all, sees all, you know our hearts, you know our thoughts. Help us, Lord, as we proceed through this evening to be the Christians that you would have us to be. We ask, God, that you would look down upon us and forgive us our sins. Direct our paths, order our steps, order our tongues, our thoughts, in such that we can be better used by you. Help us to remember that we, as commissioners, represent not simply those who look like us or those who have the education we have or those who live on our side of town, but we represent all of the citizens of Rome, Georgia. We ask now, Lord, that you would convict us for to do thy will, that we will, that you will allow us the opportunity to do that which is right because we know that tomorrow's not promised to us nor is the next second or minute. Thank you for allowing us to see this day and bringing us through it to this point in time. We ask now, Lord, that you would just bind us together as a city not as a party or an ideal, but as citizens of this great city. Lead us, guide us, and accept our thanks for all that you've done for us. In, in thy son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Commissioner Askew. And now, Mr. Clark, if, would you please call the roll? Yes, ma'am. Mayor Stevenson? Here. Commissioner Cochran? Here. Bojo? Here. Beeman? Here. Doss? Here. Quick? Here. Askew? 
Uh, here. Collins. Yeah. McDaniel. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, trust that and everyone has had a uh, moment to look at our meetings from our June 20th, 23 uh, meeting. And there were no additions or corrections. They will stand approved as common consensus. We have no proclamations tonight. We do have two scheduled guests. And the first one is Ms. Uh, Norma uh, Rivardo. Is she here? Oh, she had to go to the funeral. Okay, thank you. She's not here. Thank you. Mr. Grant Miller? Okay, if you would, just give us your name, your address. Your address. I'm Grant Miller, address 
Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Okay, now certificates of appointment. Uh, Madam Mayor, we have the certificates. I let Joe read the names of the ones that's being appointed, but nobody's here this afternoon to accept them. Yes, ma'am. Based, based on previous action, Mr. Ford Knight was appointed to the Planning Commission and Mr. Kevin Dillman to the Downtown Development Authority and Cameron Abney to the Historic Preservation Commission. But we'll get these certificates to them. I will say along the lines of committee on committee that any of you out there listening under the sound of my voice that we invite you to uh, stop by the clerk office, pick up an application, and it has a multitude of different assignments or committees that you can serve on and we'd be more than glad to have you fill out that application get it back to mr clerk and anytime that there's an opening on any of our committees we can call you up and ask you still interested and get you in here and get you serving thank you so much madam mayor we have uh, no resolutions we do have uh, four items for first reading i'm going to call on mr clerk and we do have four, all of which are coming to you from the Planning Commission. The first uh, application is actually for, for two issues. Uh, it is a request rezone from heavy, uh, excuse me, from light industrial to suburban residential for property located on Addington Court and B Addington Court, two pieces of property, and for a special use permit for a manufactured home. Uh, the Planning Commission took two votes on this matter. Uh, it was unanimous to approve the rezoning, but it was a four-to-four four split regarding the special use permit for the manufactured home. As such, that second portion comes to you with no recommendation. Okay. The second file is a special use permit request for duplexes on two pieces of property at 9 Raw Street and 15 properties are zoned high-density traditional residential. Again, special use permit, and that comes to you with the unanimous recommendation for approval. The third file involves 1120 East 2nd Avenue, and it is a rezoning request for that piece of property. Uh, the request is from a change from community commercial to high-density traditional residential. That also comes to you with the unanimous recommendation. The final file is rezoning, a request to rezone from high-density traditional residential and suburban residential to multifamily residential for two tax parcels identified as North Broad Street and 2524 North Broad Street. Uh, this comes to you with no official recommendation since the Planning Commission was evenly split on this matter. But we have a public hearing plan for all four of these at our next meeting two weeks from tonight on July 24th. Uh, Madam Mayor, if I could ask a question along the lines of A to the Mr. Manager. Mr. Manager, have it been, maybe to the attorneys, well, in any case where you could, we talked about trends this afternoon, and I heard Commissioner McDaniel ask a question about the tiny homes, and that is a trend, and, and it's a subject that probably would it be any opportunity to have Bryce look at amendment come to us under those? Yeah, we've spent a, a lot of time the last few years talking about tiny homes. Um, specifically, we've you know we've got a local tiny home developer who has gone into adjacent communities. So there's been a long interest 
Um, my my recommendation is with the new ULDC and, and Bryce and I've had this conversation that we have got to figure out a way to incorporate more things like tiny homes so that we can have more options of affordable housing and types of housing for basically everybody. And so I, I think our best bet is we're probably going to have to have some creative ways to do it, trying to force that into the ULDC. We could do that, but probably going to be easier just to get it in the new code. Um, at one time, and I think this goes back to when Sue Hiller was planning director, did we not approve uh, a concept of, of putting multiple smaller homes on an acre of uh, property? What, what do we I think um, maybe a, we had some, I want to think we called it a cluster subdivision option. Is that maybe what you're... I just, I'd have to go back and look at that, uh, Commissioner. I just don't recall where we, we left off with that, and I don't know of any that has that have been developed since in the last few years at least. I stated in caucus, I think, that we're, at the present time, we're looking at a minimum front requirement of 60 feet, but a lot of developers in other communities are looking at building on 40 and 50. Right, and... And that's really the, the Achilles heel of trying to do something with our existing code that's <coughs> not, not developed in the, the, within the means that, you know, this is a new trend, I think, and in a lot of ways it's an old trend that's coming back. And so uh, I think we, we stand a really good chance in the new code of figuring out a way to be creative. And, you know, as we studied housing, um, there were several neighborhoods that were looked at, some over in Gainesville in particular, that they figured out a way to skin this cat. So there's some good examples out there for us to learn from. Yes. Absolutely, and being an older community, we got a lot of these old lots of record that are way too narrow based on current code. So it's great for infill housing. Uh, commissioner, quick, is there any uh, talk among the in the commission about such? We haven't directly addressed the tiny home aspect, but uh, in one of the items we'll be considering is basically we do have a developer that is looking at some duplex properties on some infill where some homes have burned and we have the structure there, but it's great property and it's premium views of the city. So I think people are looking at that in that general content right there. If I may, we, we actually had an ordinance amendment for the ULDC literally 12 months ago about this very thing. We did what now? We had an ordinance amendment to the ULDC that was going to take it from 60 to 40 feet about 12 months ago, and we let it sit on the table, and then we just pulled it. Maybe we'll get it back if we get a chance. Any other questions, comments? I just want to make a comment that there are some families now who have properties where they are, they are they actually have two lots, maybe their home sits on one, and then they have a vacant, but then they're also having to take in their family members. So I know that they're asking now, can they either, we consider them smaller houses, but uh, we, but they visualize them as tiny houses. But they're asking now, how can they build on their 
on their land houses to bring family members back home. So that is an area that needs to be addressed. That was just my comment. All placed on first reading. Okay, there's nothing on second reading, nothing continued on first reading. We do have a public hearing tonight. This is on the 2023 tax increase. This is public hearing number one. And before we go into the public meeting, Thank you. Thank you, Madam Mayor. As I stated in Caucus, we had a nice call meeting on this here tax minutes rate digest collections. Um, let me just read to you. Tonight we will hold the first of three required public hearings to set the 23 minutes rate for the city of Rome and the city Rome City School. We met earlier today to approve this recommendation. In 22, 2022, the city of Rome M&O was at 8.0. The proposed 2023 rate would go to 7.8. City capital was at 1.826. The proposed is at 1.8. The Rome City School was at 17.25. The Rome City School is 16.85. Tony, do you have your paperwork with you that you could go to the podium and share with us this example, please, ma'am? I, I, I could probably help you out with that, Commissioner. Okay, go ahead, sure. Sam. So we, we just did some simple simple calculations on a $150,000 house because, like most folks, you're wondering, well, what does that mean for me? And so $150,000 house, and, and as we learned um, and heard and reiterated, you really hard, it's hard to compare because everybody's got different exemptions. And so this assumption is no exemptions. Uh, based on the new millage rate for city of 26.45, you would see a, a decrease of about $37 on your tax bill as compared to the last year's millage rate of 27.076. And again, that's just for the city millage rates that that we uh, we control. I know there's been a lot of conversation in the community about property reassessments, which we have zero control over as a city. But for the things that we control, which is setting the millage rate, um, we thought it was important to have a unified effort um, to set and, and to roll back the rates as much as we felt we could feasibly do and still be able to recognize some growth because there's always going to be challenges and new expenses. And, and so that's what uh, we have before us uh, this evening. I, I was sitting here uh, conversing with my colleague to sit on finance with us. We are, uh, these rates represent a 2.3% decrease in our millage rate. So it is a rollback and it's, it's, it's something really good. We are thinking that uh, estimated at about a 92%, but that could go up to as much as 95% with the digest being as strong as it is at this point in time. So with that, if there's any questions from anyone, uh, Commissioner Dawes, you have anything you'd like to add? No, it, just that those appraisals come from a, a, a constitutional county officer, not from the city. How about you, uh, Commissioner McDaniel? You want to no, add anything? 
think a lot of people confuse the millage rate or, or the tax assessments that came out, and that came from the county tax office. Uh, we're basically setting the millage rate for the city of Rome and uh, for the Rome City Schools. Uh, the tax guy just has grown With that, Madam Mayor. Uh, at this time, I will declare the public hearing open. Do we have anyone here to speak in favor of? Do we have anyone here to speak in opposition of? Seeing or hearing? None? Okay, I will declare the public hearing closed. Okay, and there will not be a vote tonight um, because this is just the first, the first of three. Okay. I would ask the clerk if he would clarify when our next public hearing will be, if that's all right, Madam Mayor. Yes, sir. Uh, we will have, um, as has been stated, there's a series of three public hearings needed. Tonight was number one. Uh, the second public hearing will take place uh, at a meeting on Thursday, July 20th. Thursday, July 20th. <clears throat> Final. Uh, meeting where the tax increase will be addressed will be two weeks from tonight at the regular city commission meeting on July 24th and that will be uh, tax increase public hearing number three and the public hearing for the actual adoption of the 23 millage rate. Thank you Mr. Clerk. I will tell you that uh, the school board was in a step with us on this as, as well. It was represented today by their finance director. Thank you so much Madam Mayor. Hey, Mr. Clerk, you made your announcement. Do you have anything else? No, ma'am. Okay. Thank you, sir. Mr. Manager? No report, madam. Okay, Ms. Good Thank you, sir. Under my time, the Rome Floor Development Authority will meet Tuesday, July the 18th at 10 a.m. at 800 Broad Street, and the public is invited. And then there will be a community conversation on gun violence. This is the first of several to come. Tuesday, July the 18th, that's a week from tomorrow night at 6 o'clock p.m. in the Rome City Auditorium. <clears throat> and we're inviting you all to please come out. Okay, Commissioner Cochran. Uh, no report, but I just would like to reiterate what I talked about in caucus for a moment. I, I desperately hope that we receive some guidance in whether or not a permit is required to express your First Amendment right from a sidewalk. My personal opinion is it is not. And I uh, find it very disturbing. And once again, it's not the officer's fault. It's our ordinance. It's on us. Um, I just find it's, it's, it's very hard for me to swallow that you actually need a permit to express your First Amendment views on a public sidewalk. Thank you, Madam Mayor. Bojo? Yes, ma'am. Uh, Community Redevelopment Committee met and we're entertaining a request from the, uh, Rome, the Northwest Georgia Housing Authority. They have requested that the city uh, move 
I believe it's, I'm looking at, the, if you look up here on the map, um, the lots right there that are highlighted, the J14K247 and that to the, asking the Rome, city of Rome to um, transfer the ownership of that property to Northwest Georgia Housing Authority. It's approximately 0.44 acres. It is currently on, that is on Maple Street, by the way, just, I guess it's south of 12th Street. That's right. And um, it's approximately 0.44 acres, and they are looking to build an early learning center on that piece of property. The property currently is overgrown. It has not been utilized by the city or anyone else in many, many years, many years. And so, uh, if you look, is this all that this map shows what's up there? That's okay. Right. Well, if you go further south, there's only one piece of property, and I think it's the one right next to it that uh, they already do not own. Is that correct? Okay, she don't know. <laughs> we're, we're working this thing out. But anyway, I don't think they own that one property. Matter of fact, they don't. But they own everything else to the next street which is 14th Street. So they could put an early learning center there with no problem at all. Uh, and the rest of the property going down the road is like three-quarters of an acre. So would they need that half acre, a little less than half acre. And the, the property that they don't own in there, or if they do own it, it hadn't been updated on the GIS, is about 0.3 acres. So they're trying to do that to get get it all done so they can... Uh, build the early learning center and um, this is going to come from as a recommendation from community redevelopment that we do this um, I don't know if you've ever been to the early learning center in Rotmart uh, I, I have had the opportunity to go down and tour that facility and this is what they're planning to put right here and it is extremely nice extremely nice for, for the kids so I make the motion, or do we have to carry it for the next meeting? Okay, we motion yeah. okay. motion okay. to declare Then I'm, I make a motion that we transfer the 0.44 acres of property to the Northwest Georgia Housing Authority. Second. I have a motion and a second. Any discussion? I would just like to ask, uh, is the school vacant? No. No, it's not. No, that's the um, Floyd County school Training school. Center. Okay. Um, and um, if, if I'm correct, we're in the process of doing some work on that building as well to, um, to upgrade it. But um, this, is, this, is, this property will, I mean, the idea of an early learning center will be a great yeah, advantage if, for that area. If you look, if from, from what Commissioner Askew is saying is on the corner of 12th and Maple, there's an old school. And tell me again. It was Mary T. Banks Elementary School. For okay, and it was... Uh, I don't know when it was built, a long time ago. And it's being used as a training facility, and there are upgrades being done on that. And the, the city of Rome does own that that building also. So it, it, it'll play right in. We can get that building looking good. They can build the early learning center, and everybody will be happy. I hope. Any other discussion? Mr. Clark, if you would, please call the vote. Commissioner Cochran? Yes. Ojo? Yes. Beeman? That's my position. I have to abstain. Doss? Yes. Quick? 
Yes. Askew? Yes. Collins? Yes. Daniel? Yes. Okay, thank you. Motion. Thank you. Uh, the only other thing I have, Madam Mayor, is transportation policy will meet Wednesday, July 19th, 10 o'clock, Carnegie Training Room, and that completes my report. Under lifetime, the Historic Preservation Committee will meet July the 19th at 2.30 p.m. in the Sam King Room. And I also want to draw attention to the fact that the, the city has awarded a contract for the Historic Preservation Consulting Services, and uh, this contract... Uh, was to landmark preservation to complete with the National Register of Historic Places nomination from the Blossom Hill and the North Rome areas. So I do want to draw attention to that. And up under Keat Rome Floyd Beautiful Commission will meet July, Monday, July the 24th at 4 o'clock p.m. at the Floyd County Administration Building. And under Public Works Traffic and Transit Committee will meet Wednesday, July the 12th at 10 o'clock a.m. in the Sam King Room. And Madam Mayor, that concludes my report. No report, Madam Mayor. Thank you. Just one meeting announcement. The Downtown Development Authority will meet Thursday at 8.30 a.m. in the Carnegie Training Room, and that's all I have, Madam Mayor. Thank you, sir. Commissioner Askew. The um, Public Safety Committee will meet Tuesday, July 18th at 2 p.m. in the Sam King Room, and that's all I have. Sir, Commissioner Collins. Thank you, Madam Mayor. On the committee on committee, the landmarking committee, we'd like to place the name of former Mayor Evan McNeese on first reading, please. And as far as uh, general administration, no report. But on the finance, we will meet again after our public hearing at 1030 in the Sam King room. So we're going to go ahead after that public hearing and have a meeting according to Mr. Rick. That's all I have, Madam Mayor. Thank you, sir. Commissioner. All Control Commission will be uh, meet Monday, July the 17th. Just to ask you again to be mindful of our, our community conversation on gun violence on uh, the 18th. And do remember the other uh, announced uh, committee meetings in And if you would like to attend, please do so. Other than that, we stand adjourned. Have a good evening. Thank you.